0: You're either self-sabotaging yourself from success because of the fear of success or you're self-sabotaging yourself from success because of the fear of failure. If you're afraid of failure, you're holding
1: yourself back from success. If you're afraid of success, you're holding yourself back from success. So we all live in this little comfort zone. Not enough of a failure to where we're seen as a failure by our peers, but not enough of a success to get ostracized from the group either. We stay in this little pendulum comfort zone, all of us. And that's why when you change your peers, you change your life. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host,
0: Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers.
1: We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket
0: every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1485, How Aligned Is Your Grind? Ooh, it's nice. Today, for episode number 1486, Are You Self-Sabotaging Your Own Success? So if you're listening to this, it's on Wednesday, today's Wednesday, which means last night we had our first call for our 12th round of group coaching. And Alan and I have a lot of conversations around group coaching when it's getting filled because people have a lot of questions and a lot of people say, reach out to me in the future when you have another group and we'll do that. And one of the common things we've seen is a lot of people are unintentionally self-sabotaging their success. By allowing the blocks that they have internally to stop them from chasing something that might bring them more external success. And this is my, and Alan has a story, he's going to have a story about that. But here's my thought. If Alan, okay, let's do this. Five years ago, six years ago, Alan came to me and said, hey Kev, we should go to this Brendan Burchard event somebody from his team reached out and offered us free tickets to go. And I said, who is Brendan Burchard and what is this event about? And he said, well, it's in Arizona and it's a self-improvement event. Brendan Burchard wrote this book. He's interviewed these people. This is his website. This is his Instagram profile. We should be there. And I remember thinking, nah, I don't think so. I don't want to go. I don't, I don't want to go. And here's a list of reasons why. We're broke I don't want to fly across the country, all of those things. The big reason was I was terrified to be outside of my comfort zone and in a room with people who I didn't belong with. It was Alan's job to get me to go because he knew it would be what was best for me. And I was, with my fear and my excuses, self-sabotaging my own success. So here's my question for you. Next time you get an opportunity to do something that you know would benefit you in the long term, What could you say to yourself to help yourself get over the excuses that you're making? A Very hard question, but as you start to understand yourself at a deeper level and your self-awareness raises, I think you kind of know what buttons to push. Mine now would be your future self will thank you for this, and it's not about what you learn from the people on stage, it's what you learn about yourself being in the room. That for me is like, that's 100% true. My future self has always thanked, so my current self thanks my past self slash past Alan for making me go. I learned more about myself than I learned from the content. That would be the thing that I would say to myself to break down that excuse. So for you, next time you have an opportunity to lean into growth, what are the excuses that just come up naturally that are self-sabotaging you from reaching that next level of success?
1: At the risk of sounding too cliche here, the reason why you're not taking whatever action it is, whether it's going to High Performance Academy, Brendan Burchard's event that Kevin just referenced, or doing group coaching, or buying that book, or taking that course, or going back to school, or starting that podcast, whatever it is, at the root is uncertainty, and that uncertainty is always created by fear. The problem is, is that we don't really know what the fear is. I told Kev that what I wanted to share on this episode is, when I was younger and I first started to become a speaker, I was convinced that I wasn't afraid of speaking. And it's because I'm not afraid of speaking. I'm not afraid of speaking itself. What I am afraid of in hindsight, I remember Kev, you interviewed me probably three months ago now, something like that. One of your questions was something along the lines of what do you now understand that you didn't understand? And I said that I'm deeply fearful Because I never considered myself a fearful person I didn't you know struggle with a lot of the fears other people had it's like You know apply to 100 jobs. You'll probably get 10 interviews and you'll bomb most of the interviews, but you'll get one of the jobs Right. I had an interview at spacex. I wasn't afraid of that interview I wasn't now Looking back now from this new lens of awareness, this new understanding, I wasn't afraid of the interview. I wasn't afraid of the speeches. I wasn't afraid to not be good enough. What I am afraid of is being attacked, being disliked, being ridiculed, particularly when it comes to someone attacking my character. So, what happens is we have these protectors, these parts of us that I'm not going to go too in depth about, but essentially, Let's say you have perfectionism. A lot of people do. I definitely do. What that really is, is a protector stopping you from someone attacking you, essentially, in advance. We have these proactive measures that get ignited. So when you say no to group coaching, and then you rationalize it of, oh, it's too expensive or whatever, when in reality, okay, it's too expensive. So, so why, why is that a problem? Well, because I don't have any money. It's like, well, why is that a problem? Because if I don't have any money, then blank. That's where the fear lives. Then I'm going to be made fun of or my husband or my partner is going to be mad that I invested in this program when we are struggling to pay for whatever. So underneath every inaction is fear. And ironically, underneath every action is also fear. Why does Kevin always show up to this podcast? And why do Kevin and I never miss an episode? Because we are more afraid to not show up for our listeners and keep the promise that we've made to ourselves and to each other and to our community than we are of showing up. That's what it is. So desires, I believe, which is what we shoot for, what we go for, are actually the polar opposite of our deepest fears. My deepest fear was ending up alone. I was never particularly great at relationships. I didn't understand why. I I never felt like an easily likable person. And deep, deep, deep down, I was afraid to be unlovable. I was afraid to not be accepted and loved for who I really am. So what did I do? I hid who I really was, like all of us do to some extent, and then got upset when people didn't know who I really was, And it's this whole thing. Ever since I met Emilia, I really do believe that I can succeed in a relationship. I believe in our relationship more than I've believed in anything ever. Whereas in past relationships, deep down, I didn't believe. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be able to work. You know? Mm -hmm. That's got to be one of the reasons why I never got married. Because I remember one of my ex-girlfriend's families pressuring me. And I was like, no, mm-mm. I want to wait. I want to wait to my mid-30s. I want to wait. I want to wait to my mid-30s, and I since have done that, but with Emilia, I believe in us. I believe in our relationship, but before that, I was afraid to be alone, and that was driving a lot of my decisions, and so if you can just unlayer and unlayer and unlayer, what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Why aren't you doing group coaching? There's a part of you that's like, I should totally do this. Just like there was a part of Kev, I should totally go to High Performance Academy. Yep. But there's this other part that says, no, no, too much money, too much pain in the butt, too much travel, blah, blah, blah. And if we didn't go to that event, a lot would be different. We met a lot of magnificent people there. You came back thinking the world of yourself, which was awesome. I, I, I say that jokingly because Kev came back with a little bit of an ego. But at least it was better than not believing in yourself. Definitely. And so, for our listeners, I wasn't afraid of the speech. I was afraid of the ridicule. I was afraid of my mom overhearing what I share. I was afraid of the negative comments on social media or my friends reaching out saying that's not what happened. I wasn't afraid of the speech. I was afraid of all these other things that are byproducts of the speech. And I think that that's why we get so messed with and why we don't take action.
0: I had a very challenging call today, so tapping back into when I shared my, probably my biggest core fear is disappointing people, probably my biggest trigger, and it was a call about some things that aren't going as smoothly as the client wants, it's actually the marketing director of the the company, so that's a whole other thing that I never thought I'd be saying, but I had a moment where I finished up being on a podcast and I looked at the clock and I was like, ah, boy, that call's in like 15 minutes. Jeez, I don't want to do this. This is gonna suck. I don't want to do this at all. I don't. This is the last thing in the world I want to do. And we end up, it gets there, and I I log in, and and the guy logs in, and he's an awesome dude too. So it's not, it's nothing against him, but he said, yeah, I think I actually solved the problem. We made some changes. He's like, we probably didn't even need to have this call, but it was on the calendar. I figured we connect and see what's going on. So he he said, how's everything? And I was like, business is growing a ton, and. All this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I have nothing but nothing but empathy for all the resistance we're having right now because I know what it's like to grow that fast. And he said, One of the things I always appreciate appreciate about you is your growth mindset around improvement. I was like, Thanks, man. I appreciate that very much. And I would have lost that quote unquote success if I didn't take the call. I would have self sabotaged myself into saying, Hey man, I'm not feeling well because I'm not. I feel like garbage. It would have been very convenient for me not to have to do that call today. But I would have lost out on that compliment that who knows what that's going to do for me. The fact that I logged into that meeting and it sucked and it, I was scared to do it, but the result went way better than I expected. That's a, a lesson. That's a life lesson that I get to use forever. But there was that part of me that, that very simple human part of me that said, ah, there's a button right there. It's like, you're sick. Just hit it. Just hit the you're just hit it. Just hit the you're sick button, and we'll. what we don't even worry about. It. He'll understand completely. And here's the here's the messed up thing. If I messaged him and said, "Hey, I'm not feeling well," he would have messaged me back and said, "Honestly, we don't need to do the call because the problem's already solved." And I would have missed out on connecting with him and getting that feedback. Mm-hmm. He probably wouldn't have said it. He wouldn't have had to say it because we wouldn't have talked. Bonnie here. I just wanted to share my experience with group coaching and some of the things that i got out of it so going into group coaching i was not tracking any habits at all and so now some of them have become habits i'm happy to say i wake up i have a glass of water without even thinking about it anymore so now i think it's probably time to gear up i highly encourage people to jump into group coaching there's so much information And so stick with it and um, carry on and your life will be better for it. So the excuse, the excuses we have are really good. We have really good excuses, but not all the excuses that we have are serving us. Maybe sometimes they are. If somebody invites you out and you don't want to go, go ahead. What do you got for me? What did you say? Excuse...
1: Some excuses are to explain, but that doesn't make them valid or something. What was it? So this wasn't my post. This was somebody else's post, but it was
0: it was about trauma. It said trauma is an explanation, not an excuse. Right. So I don't know if that really connects to this, but maybe we'll do an episode on that at some point. That was a very valuable post. fear.
1: Same deal. Fear mm. is an explanation, but not an excuse. Ah, yes. Just because you're afraid of sharks doesn't mean you never go to the beach again. Well, in just my because case, it you're does. yeah, yeah. Case, <laughs> well, you exactly don't go in the what water. It means. But you and I were in Florida, yeah, and we went in the water.
0: Much to, well, I was thinking that we were both heavier set at that point, and if the shark was really looking for the best bang for his buck, he was going to take you.
1: <laughs> that was my thought. And I'm supposing that sharks are very oppor- opportunistic hunters.
0: I let you go out further than me. Like, well, oh, for sure. I didn't want to see you go, but if I had to pick one of us, I'd ha- you know obviously <laughs> it would I, have to if be if here. I had, if I had to pick one of
1: I don't want to but it would be pretty selfish of myself to say just take me But that's the irrationality of fear though only one shark death per year Out of 338 million people in the united states again, that's just a us stat. I know we have a global audience, but the point is It's irrational You're much more likely to get hurt by your car that you get in every day But fears are irrational and we self-sabotage because of it. We're all conditioned we're conditioned to avoid pain you got made fun of in middle school for whatever and now you still avoid being found out for that thing you know we we had a moment where we were vulnerable or we were, were imperfect or and we got made fun of we got bullied whatever and we just stopped allowing and showing that part of ourselves i i tell the story about Emilia asked me earlier, she, she said, what, she showed me three different digital assets of mathematics, basically every modality of mathematics, not in existence, but a lot of them. And there was three different digital assets. She said, which of these is accurate? I said, one of the ones was really, really good. It was like a tree that was branching outward. I'm not going to get into it. The point is when I was young, I remember one of my friends saying, you can do one tenth the effort and get 10 times the result, and it pisses me off. And I remember being like, is it not good to be to be smart? This is one of my favorite people in the world, and she's mad at me because, because I'm smarter than her. And the truth is, I am smarter than her. I always knew that. I care about her deeply still. It doesn't matter to me. But it mattered to her. Mm. And it, it almost wasn't okay. It was like, okay, if I keep showing i'm convinced that's why i didn't put a lot of effort in you know i i don't feel like i had to i I could get away with studying very little and still still doing well but i wish that i hadn't allowed that because i think when i was a kid i decided people aren't going to like me if i'm too much smarter than them and so i exiled that part of me and i hid it and and i dimmed it and i avoided it and i whatever and even when emilia asked me math questions it's very triggering sometimes for me because i don't want her to feel dumb Mm. you know she doesn't which is good because she's not insecure about her intelligence whatsoever if she was we would be in some serious trouble yeah (laughs) but whatever it is about you when you were a kid you got you i'm telling you every one of us has these parts of us that we hid away we just were like oh not safe to be this not okay to be this made fun of for this kevin talks about his pit stain story
0: i got pit stains right now i think there him? you go. He's showing him off right showing there. Showing him off. Sorry, sorry stains. if you didn't want to see that. But that is, it is. That's one of my insecurities. So I figured I might as well just
1: let it fly. Yeah, we're all uncertain underneath. And it's all fear. And it comes from usually trauma or pain. And we're all working really hard to avoid pain. So instead of now is not the time for group coaching or now is not the time for High Performance Academy or now is not the time for this course or that that new opportunity or that interview, whatever it is, What if it's just fear underneath all that and what if that fear is irrational And what if you just sat with it and went oh, okay, that's what i'm afraid of Okay, well It's called fear setting kevin and I have talked about this in the past in group coaching Fear setting is basically okay. What's the worst that could happen in the ocean? Okay Worst case scenario one of us gets eaten by a shark. Okay, maybe don't go in that's worst worst case scenario is it's me that's the worst case scenario. <laughs> Obviously, right?
0: That's how we're
1: thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but worst case scenario, signing up for group coaching, you reach out to Kevin and I, you say, listen, this isn't good, and and you dip, you leave. Worst case scenario is you say something vulnerable and you get triggered and you have some painful moments because you're facing some unpleasant truths from your past and you work through it. So a lot of fear is irrational and, and the self-sabotage part of you Everyone has it and I really mean that. Everyone has it, including me. And when you can identify that that's what's happening, all of a sudden you can go, oh, let's go to the event. Screw it. Let's do it. We did it. We did it. We did it.
0: It's either, you're either self-sabotaging yourself from success because of the fear of success or you're self-sabotaging yourself from success because of the fear of failure. That's it. So those two things i know well said and again i appreciate it there's um, there's obviously more to it that's layer one but think about it if you're afraid of failure you're holding yourself back from success if you're afraid of success you're holding
1: yourself back from success yep so so we all live in this little comfort zone that's just not not enough of a failure to where we're seen as a failure by our peers but not enough of a success to get ostracized from the group either we stay in this little pendulum comfort zone, all of us. And that's why when you change your peers, you change your life. That's why group coaching is so powerful. Now you're not going to be afraid to be vulnerable. Now you're not going to be afraid to talk about your struggles. Now you're not going to be afraid to celebrate your successes because you're in a group of people where it's safe and celebrated to do that. Strong work.
0: Next level nation. If you you have strong no- work. You strong work. Back at you. Next Level Nation. Yeah, you better watch it. <laughs> we have a private Facebook group and you should be in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Go ahead. That's all I have to say about that. That was it? Yeah. It's called Next <laughs> it's Level From
1: Forrest Gump, and that's all I
0: have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Yes.
1: What am I talking about? Group coaching.
0: I don't know. Yeah, group coaching is great.
1: Book club. We have a lot of cool things going on in NLU. We do. If you missed out on Group 12, and I know that there were some people that did. We actually have 12 members of group 12 because there was a few people that we talked to it, talk to them about group 12 and then we wanted to make sure they still got in because a lot of people signed up last minute. Anyways, the point is if you want in on group 13, reach out to myself, alan at nextleveluniverse.com. Say, hey, I want to lock my spot for group 13. The website will be updated soon. Until then, I'll put you on a list and make sure that we lock your spot.
0: And if you're scared of Alan, you can reach out to me as well. Facts. I am friendly. And I check my emails every day. Same. Just a couple things about me. All right, we're going to go. Tomorrow for episode number 1,487, make more time to practice your passions. I had a a very interesting thought based on a message that I saw from my past that gave me the inspo for that episode. So we will do that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we don't have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Stop self-sabotaging. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University.
1: We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.